Hello, hello, and welcome back to Where There's a Will, There's a Burnham Way for episode 7. My name is Will Jones, I hope you've all had a good week. Uh, it's been a positive week where Bolton are concerned, so let's get right into it. Well, what's happening this week then? Well, firstly, uh, Ivan Campo lit up every Wanderers fan Sunday evening uh, last week following a dispute between the fans and a journalist who shall remain nameless uh, over Campo's love for the club uh, when he reassured Wanderers fans that he did in fact very much enjoy his time in England and at Bolton, uh, insisting that we aren't just a club and us fans are his family. Uh, that was obviously extremely heartwarming to hear, as was a, a video posted by a fellow fellow fan Joey Haslam uh, for, from Ivan for his son uh, I'm not sure how long ago that was but nevertheless it was lovely um, and, and I believe Ivan's birthday is today actually Sunday at the time of recording so Ivan if you're listening I doubt it but uh, a big happy birthday to you so Monday uh, was a relatively quiet one uh, it seems to be a reoccurring theme at the minute with only Ian Everts pre-Mansfield uh, presser uh, for only about the third time uh, with the game looking like it might actually happen on the Wednesday uh, obviously off the back of a 1-0 win last week against Stevenage uh, I think fans and players alike were confident going into that uh, especially with the news that Sars would be available as would Harry Brockbank uh, soon as well uh, and along with star man Dennis Politic in the coming weeks who looks to be back on the grass following his ACL injury in pre-season obviously can't wait to get him back available um, though as I said last week we really can't afford to rush him back so obviously just when the time's right of course Tuesday then saw MJ Williams' red card overturned, the third in as many weeks. Again, just ridiculous that he was even sent off in the first place and that we've had that many uh, red cards and, and, and that as many uh, overturned as well. But, you know, great to have him back, available for selection nevertheless, uh, following a promising opening 70 minutes that he had against Stevenage. So Wednesday was, of course, then game day with an early kickoff time to usual of about 5pm. 5pm uh, 5, 5 to be exact, of course. Uh, to, to, to play Mansfield and uh, to, to give them the best chance of getting the game on with the, with the weather due to turn later that evening things were looking up and uh, and the game thankfully finally was on uh, two changes were made to the lineup against Stevenage uh, by Ian Everett with, uh, with Kieran Lee and Lloyd Isgrove both returning to the side in place of George Thomason and Nathan Delfonso um, the pitch did look a mess from the off, but we muddled through, uh, with, with a scare being the, the actually the, the first notable event of the game. Matt Gilts going down, clutching his back after landing awkwardly. Uh, luckily, Matt was fine, but hopefully, uh, we're seen to be a wake-up call by Inevit uh, to have a backup keeper on the bench in future. Um, but yeah, not long after that, we went behind through unfortunately a Gilks mistake uh, before Mansfield then doubled their lead with uh, with Wanderers looking weak at the back to be honest and dead and buried where the scoreline was concerned. Uh, but Declan John then replied with what's commonly been labelled as a as a fluke goal and what looked like a his cross ended up in the back of the net uh, before his corner was then turned home by a Mansfield defender not long after uh, for the leveller and uh, for a change, not a man down. We then did have the had the confidence to go on and win the game as a, as a great strike from Arthur Ganua in the dying embers was enough to secure the three points late on and in dramatic fashion of course uh, it was a brilliant result by all accounts uh, just not necessarily a pleasant fashion in which we did it uh, but obviously can't complain that we've won despite going to behind first uh, but it was obviously a big three points big enough to see us into the top half of the table too since the very early stages of the season so uh, yeah very happy with that one 
Thursday was obviously a quiet one in the aftermath of the previous evening's drama at Mansfield, but it did see Darren Drysdale relieved of his duties as the referee for this Saturday's game just gone uh, against Southend following an incident in Bird Week. Uh, a strange one which appeared to show the referee square up to which Ipswich midfielder Alan Judge during a disagreement on the field. Uh, quite lucky, really, uh, that he'd lost his temper with a with a player a game later. That he hadn't lost his his temper with a player a game later. Uh, you know, obviously with the with the run of poor officiating we've had, I think there would have been another level of meltdown going on. So, quite thankful for that one, really. But no, in all seriousness, I think Darren uh, shouldn't be suspended or fined for his actions, uh, especially having already apologised. I don't even think there was a necessity for that, really, in my opinion. Um, you know, referees get some real grief. Uh, I'm guilty of it myself. Back when we could watch matches like as a players but it doesn't mean it's right um, you know obviously referees are bound to lose their call uh, they tend not to show it but you know eventually it, it will happen as a, a, as it happened with Darren um, I don't recall Alan Judge actually apologising for his role in it all which makes me think even worse of, of the higher powers at this point to be honest uh, it's ridiculous how unprofessional they are but I think I should probably stop myself there before I say something I shouldn't Anyway, Friday saw Evo speak to the press once again uh, ahead of the trip to to Southend at weekend. He was in a jovial mood and uh, and spoke confidently going into the game uh, following the three 0 win at home uh, against the same side back in November. And uh, obviously, fortunately, he was right to be, which uh, which we'll get onto now. So obviously, Saturday match day, Southend away. We went there looking for for another three points, a massive opportunity uh, for another win with them not being in the in, in the best of form and at the bottom end of the table, and and so it proved to be. Uh, so on a sunny day in in Southend, Wanderers snatched all three points, which I'll uh, I'll talk you through now. So it was obviously just one change to the side uh, from Wednesday's uh, Wednesday's game at Mansfield as uh, Nathan Delfonso came in for Lloyd Isgrove. No subkeeper to be seen, alarmingly, but uh, it was a risk that seemed to be worth taking as Sars came back into the side, taking the extra plates on the bench, with Sean Miller also returning to action from the bench, and what an impact he would have to, he would go on to have. But yeah, it, it was a relatively dreary opening 45 actually, with, with neither, look, neither side looking particularly impressive, um, as they didn't for the first 20 minutes or so of the second as well. But Wanderers made all the changes and, uh, and quickly came to life and uh, looked most likely to nick it late on. Uh, and so they did, with subs Sars and Sean Miller combining to bundle the ball over the line with a deflective Sars, deflected Sars effort ricocheting up into the air and, uh, and beyond the reach of the keeper, luckily, as it dropped back down off the bar, straight into the path of the awaiting Sean Miller, who pounced and hit a half volley downwards, beating the keeper, and uh, the ball flew underneath his preempted dive to his right, and uh, luckily that was enough to earn, earn Wanderers the win in Essex. What a, run, what a run we're on, you know, obviously up to 10th now, climbing with, uh, with the playoffs well in reach, actually, looking far more of a possibility than they did just a week or so ago. So yeah, really encouraged by what I've seen this week. Uh, a great week overall in, in terms of what's been going on at Bolton Wanderers. Couldn't be happier and uh, yeah, on to next week. So anyway, I think that's enough waffle I think for me for another week. So uh, yeah, thank you very much for tuning in to episode 7 of Where There's a Will, There's a Burnham Way. Uh, you can subscribe, like, comment, share wherever you're listening to me on. And you can tweet me at WTAWTABW or on WIL1J. Uh, for content-based queries, or you can email me on wtawtabw at gmail.com for all business inquiries. So thank you very much for listening to episode 7 of Where There's a World, There's a Burnham Way, and I'll catch you next week on Sunday the 28th of February for episode 8. Bye now.